Welcome to Filled with His Love. You know, a number of years ago, I, I used music to help a 15-year-old young man we will call Josh. He had profound disabilities. He had no speech and extremely low cognitive processing abilities. He even had difficulty with what we call cause and effect. That meant he could seldom see the connection between his actions and the results of those actions. Now, children typically begin to develop cause and effect abilities as early as eight months of age, but Josh was still having trouble with this. So this was a bit of a strange experiment we did. We tried teaching him how to play music on an electronic keyboard, which at that point was kind of a new thing, a keyboard connected to a computer that we programmed in certain ways. We wanted to see if he could get the connection between his hitting a key on the keyboard and the sound that resulted after he hit the key. It was a form of music therapy, albeit a little bit of a strange form, but it was a form of music therapy. He seemed to be intrigued with the different pitch of each key and also seemed to enjoy plunking those keys. Weeks went by and more weeks. Daily therapy occurred. Then one day when I saw one of his teachers, she came running over and said, Hey, this may not seem like much, but it was sort of a miracle to us. During lunch, Josh asked someone to pass the butter. That doesn't seem like much, does it? But he did. He pointed to it and then said, butter. First time we've ever heard him utter one intelligible word. That's what she said. So apparently the music therapy was working. So when a faculty member heard of our study, she invited me to present the results of the research at a conference in Denmark. She was a, an expert in music therapy, had done research for years in the field. Uh, and I was a young faculty member, and music therapy was not my field, but I had just happened on this, this technique that I wanted to try. And so she said, you've got to come and present this. So I didn't even think I'd be able to go to Denmark as a young faculty member, um, but the dean approved the trip, and off I went. So it was all new to me, this field of music therapy. I, I was quite fascinated, however, by some of the research that I saw. And so if you look at this field, you know, mountains of research has been done on music therapy. And what are the findings? Well, we know that music can help change our mood, and you don't need to read a dozen studies to agree with this finding. All you need to do is put on your AirPods and play your favorite tune. So music can affect our psychological well-being. We know that with lots of data. We know it from ourselves and the way we, when we listen to music, and there are very few people who don't like any kind of music. So, But it can also affect our physical health. Music therapy is often used to help people heal from serious injury. It's a stress reducer, and it's also a sort of pain reliever. So soothing music can surprisingly, not surprisingly, can soothe us. Happy music can make us a little happier, can lift our spirits. Fast-paced music can help us want to exercise and move our bodies. And the list goes on. Music does have an effect on us, and that's why it's such a prominent feature in our culture. So, my Christmas gift to you this season is music. I've asked M. Diego Gonzalez to arrange and record one Christmas song for each day of the week. 
I've listened to each one, and I assure you that your holiday will be a little brighter if you join me in listening to his inspiring arrangements. Diego is a gifted musician. He's also a humble follower of Christ. So when I listen to his arrangements, I'm lifted twice, actually. Once by the beauty of his music, and again by his generosity and benevolent spirit. I hope his music is as therapeutic for you as it is for me. We all need our spirits lifted. We all need to let music reduce the stress of life. So I hope you enjoy every song this week. It's Diego's and my way of saying Merry Christmas.